On this episode of the BizCast, we speak with Rob Lea, who is the president of the Wheelhouse Group. Now, the Wheelhouse Group is a media company inside a building called The Village in Stamford. He also is president and running The Village there, which is a restaurant, a brewery, and also includes some office space for some other companies. So we speak to him as to why he and his partner, Brent Montgomery, wanted to bring this big hub to Stamford. Oh, thanks for having me. I, I appreciate it and I'm very excited to be on. So I hope I have some interesting stuff to sell. Well, there's a lot to talk about. There are a lot of businesses there and essentially you're overseeing, you're overseeing all of them at this place in Stanford called The Village, but it really seems to have started with your friendship with Brent Montgomery, the founder of Wheelhouse, correct? Yeah, that's, that's right. Um, to give you a little bit of background on Brent, it sort of helps tell the story about The Village and how we got here. Um, Brent is a serial entrepreneur. Uh, he's been doing stuff since he was a child, basically, and he uh, took that skill to New York City and created a uh, unscripted, uh, non-scripted television production company in the early 2000s. And uh, when, my, when I got to know Brent, Brent, his company, it took him about five, six years to launch really a big show called Pawn Stars. I don't know if you're familiar with Pawn Stars, but a great hit for them. It's still a great hit now. And so Brent's company produced that, created it, uh, and I met Brent when he was transitioning from a smaller production company, independent production company, to a larger one. He needed a, a lawyer. Uh, I was a lawyer at Latham and Watkins at the time, and then Boy Schiller. So I came from a big university law firm. He needed that kind of help to transition. Um, and so that's when we first met. I think, I think the interesting thing about Brent and why he has been successful and why uh, the village is unique is, um, you know, Brent's the kind of guy, not, he's not only a very creative guy, because you need to be a creative person in the television field, but he's also a great business person. So he kind of put those two things together and uh, you know, he always invested in his company and built something much, much bigger than ultimately he sold. And you started off, as you mentioned, you were a lawyer. So this seems to be a little bit of an interesting new track for you. Yeah, it, it is. Um, you know, I, I'm a recovering lawyer. That's what we like <laughs> to say. Um, and so uh, I always thought I would be a lawyer. Brent, Brent um, I mean, it's, it's part of the story and, and why I, I left the law firm is uh, Brent built a company that was this largest independent company, independent film production company in New York. It was based in New York, he lived in New York. And um, in, in 2018, ITV from the UK knocked on the door and said, we're interested in buying you. And uh, at that time, that was a, a great idea. And Brent ultimately sold the company at a valuation of $450 million. And I had been his lawyer. Uh, and so at that time, Brent's the kind of person that's you know, really got a different approach to work and, and play and, and, and how you put those things together. And he said to me, listen, drop, leave the law firm, come be and run, you know, run my, my family office for me. This is a lot of money for anybody. And, and I did that. I have a CPA background and a tax background and M&A background. And so a lot of those things helped to structure his family office. Um, and so I, I said, sorry, we sold the company in 2014. 2018 is when he talked me out of uh, leaving the job I'd worked my entire life for. Um, but uh, there's a longer different story to how I left, but it, it happened, uh, you know, uh, at his 40th birthday party when he convinced me to give up everything and join him. So I made the transition to run his family office. And then 2018, we launched Wheelhouse and, and he asked me to be president of that. So tell us exactly what Wheelhouse is. I know you mentioned you have a location in New York, LA, and then Stanford. Almost sounds a little bit random, right? You're joking, like, where else do you open one after LA and New York? Stanford. So what it, is Wheelhouse? What brought it to Connecticut? Allie, it's no joke. Stanford is the third place that you open up a big office. 
Um, there's a bunch of reasons. Let me tell you about Wheelhouse is, I mean, in 2018, um, Brent was in talks with Jimmy Kimmel who, uh, to, to do something like this. Jimmy and Brent uh, see the world in the same way uh, and have a, thought it was time to create a different type of entertainment company. So in 2018, we launched Wheelhouse. And the easiest way to tell Wheelhouse in the elevator pitch, if you will, is it's a one-stop shop for you know, content, talent, creators, uh, brands, and capital investments. We, we, we put a platform together for all of these things. It's unique. It's never really been done before. I think Brent said, you know, I, I don't want to just, I was successful with a television production company. I don't want to just recreate that. We've done that before. So it was, it was time to do that, something different. You know, content is so key to, to, to what we do. Um, and right now, as Brent likes to say, you know, anyone with a cell phone in their hand can be a creator. They can take video and content. Um, you know, Brent's best in class at doing that. We take those creators or those people and, you know, some of them celebrities, some of them just creators, some influencers, you might call them. And we give them a platform and we've, you know, wheelhouse, you know, essentially I could break it down into five divisions, but it has to do with, you know, our content at our, at our core. We have branding and marketing and division as well, which is an interesting story. Um, we have this digital platform called Wheelhouse DNA, uh, and we have, uh, you know, Wheelhouse 360, which is our investment side of everything. All of these together in one place is a sort of a one-stop shop for a different kind of entertainment media company that we created. And what types of shows or um, places like Netflix, Hulu have, have reached out to you guys for, to do business with you? Yeah, I mean, it's... Um, and, and this is still our core business, which I mean, I'm still getting to the story of how we end up in Stanford in the yeah. village. But you know, basically what Wheelhouse, um, uh, you know, does, we have about 15 shows in production. If you go back to when Brent was at Left Field, to give you an idea of scope, you know, Brent's company at Left, you know, Left Field, when he had created that, they, at, at any given time, they had about 90 shows in production. And so in two and a half years, three years, we have 15 that are in production, which is, which is pretty, which we believe is pretty impressive. Um, I'll give you some examples. Um, we're doing a show called More Power with Tim Allen. That's going to be on the History Channel. So that's traditional cable television. We do content like that. Um, we have a, a show called The Agency that's coming out that we're, we're filming with our ITV production partners. Um, that's going to be on Netflix. Uh, we are doing a show called Hype House, which is... Um, all these influencers. Are you familiar with TikTokers? Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really not. I just know that has to do with the TikTokers. So I'm assuming that's where you're going with that one. Well, it, it is. And, it, and it's what's unique, I think, to Wheelhouse is we are turning to these creators, these influencers, these TikTokers. And we're, we're, these are people that are, you know, are, are giving you content and pieces. Um, we're turning to them being like, listen, they want a longer, bigger, wider platform for themselves to keep themselves relevant. Um, because, you know, influencers can come and go quickly. But, you know, we, we, we looked at the Hype House kids or, or these entertainers and said, you know, we put a house together, a beautiful house in Hollywood, uh, you know, put on a bunch of cameras and let them live and interact together. And you get some really uh, great, um, you know, unscripted uh, um, content. And so we're giving them a platform for that. That's unique to us, I think, you know, because we, we see the future being through people like this. But that's a great example. The Hype House Netflix show is coming out. Uh, I can't tell you, I run into people who, you know, young and old who are like, they can't wait to see what happens uh, on, the, uh, on the Hype House. Um, David Dobrik's also a, an influencer you may have heard about or a creator. Um, we're just starting a show with him, long form content. I think that's going to be on Discovery, Discovery Plus. 
we've got another show, Magnolia, on the Magnolia Network, um, you know, and, and we've got something on CN, CNN Plus. We also, uh, so we're all over the place. Um, we also have a scripted division, Allie, that's called Campfire. And that's really interesting. You may have seen some of their stuff. He, he, what we do there is we, we had a show called Heaven's Gate on HBO recently. It was a docudrama uh, about people that mass suicide in California years ago and what they were thinking. A, they also did a, docu, uh, a docuseries on WeWork that was on Hulu. So from our Stanford location, we will be producing for companies like that across the board traditional cable, traditional television, and all these other streaming services. So then why Stanford? You know, because you could do this anywhere. You guys chose to come to Stanford. Um, well, it's, well, lots of reasons. I, I, for, for, for us, I think Stanford has a bunch of what we needed. Um, at, at the top line reason we came to Stanford was the tax credits the state is offering. And I, I can go into a lot of detail on that. But to us, the city of Stanford versus a Greenwich or somewhere else, um, it, it had some culture, it's got some restaurants, it's got some nightlife, it has a diversity of community. These things were all important to us where we want, we, it, we feed off of talent in the area. Fairfield County is filled with incredible talent. Uh, most of it's going into New York City every day. And so, um, you know, Brent lives in Old Greenwich, I live in Darien, so Stanford seemed to be a good place, but really it's driven uh, by the tax credits. And I, I, if you don't mind, I'll, I mean, I'll tell you the story behind that. Um, uh, we were New York City based. Um, uh, Queen, we were looking to go to Queens or Connecticut, which is our obvious choices. Um, and uh, we came up in 2017, met with the governor, uh, Governor Malloy at the time, and sat down. And uh, his approach was um, you know, he saw that we could bring five, 600 jobs to the state. Uh, and um, that's what we started talking to him about. Uh, and it made sense for us the way we make television right now, any kind of credit I can get for making television increases our margins and it makes a lot of sense. So, um, you know, we, we figured we can get the talent here. It was pretty close to New York City. Matter of fact, it's just a quick drive. It's, it's you know, Stanford's got a transportation hub of sorts. And so it, it made sense to pick Stanford. It made sense to pick Connecticut. We, uh, Connecticut has, and I'll go into detail, it has a film and tax credit that um, will give you a up to 30% um, credit for expenses made on, digital production, regular production, and, and unscripted television fell into that category. So it was a logical place for us to make these TV shows and this to be our headquarters of where we are making television. Yeah, it's expanded so much over the past few years. We were just reading a Fairfield County Business Journal article that was mentioning um, how many more productions are popping up in Connecticut. And certainly that tax break is why. And I know I asked you this earlier, but uh, sometimes people hear these tax breaks and they fear, well, they're here for now, but then they're going to leave eventually. But you mentioned you guys are here to stay. Um, you invested a lot of money and you're here to stay. Yeah, we're, we made a $75 million bet on Stanford and it was the right <laughs> bet and we're happy we did it. Um, it, it, it had a lot to offer. We are owner occupiers of this building. Um, and it's very important to us. I, I will say, you know, it's, it's an important topic and I don't know how deep you want to get into it, but we are drawing talent from New York here. People are coming here and they're not only just working here, which, which gives the state's income tax, uh, you know, to help pay for the credit, but um, they're, buy, they're buying houses here, they're renting apartments here, going out to dinner here, taking the train here, taxis, they're, they're, they're spending money here. And, and it was important for us, you know, Ali, you asked why Stanford? Well, um, 
I, I've answered because tax credits, but, but in order for us to get talent here, we had to build something unique. And I, you know, I've worked in Stanford and other offices and, uh, you know, creative people don't want drop down ceilings and traditional sort of office space that you and I tend to work in. Um, they want high ceilings, high, you know, great light uh, amenities. We, we really had to draw them in. So uh, building the village to us was as much to do with making sure that our talent and the people working here, our employees, we're happy and wanted to come to work every day with everything wonderful that we sort of put around them. Which is a great segue into the fact that the Wheelhouse Group is in the village, which is other businesses in itself. So you invested in this building. It's called the village. If you go there, there's the sign. You're inside. But if you walk around back, there is Cisco Brewery, which, and you might know this, I don't. I know there's one in Nantucket. Is there any other? Is this their first branch out of Nantucket? It's their first branch into Connecticut, and we've got a great relationship with those guys, and this has been a wonderful thing. They have a place, they just all opened in New Bedford, Massachusetts, they have a place up in New Hampshire, and they have a pop-up in Boston. Uh, Nantucket's still the hub, but but they've been super involved here, and, and they came to Stanford, and we're impressed with it. And, you know, the reason, I, I'll tell you about what, what we built here, if you want to go into detail about the village. Um, you know, Wheelhouse Group is a tenant in the village. We make television shows in the village. But the, my other day job is, you know, with the Montgomery's, uh, Courtney and Brent Montgomery, they're the designers and builders and owners of the village. And initially, Allie, it was going to be, you know, Stanford Media Village. It was going to cater to just uh, production companies to draw them out of New York and bring them. But what, what was important to the Montgomery's was this sense of community, culture, and creating a place that wasn't just an office building. And that was super important to us because... I mean, I, I, you're, are you from here? Did you ever see this building before we 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 started playing with it? Wasn't it just an empty warehouse building? It was it was terrible. It, it, it's right on the water, which mm -hmm. caught our eye. But it was a two-story, 120-year-old building that was basically falling down. It was empty. It had been the Atlantic Wire Company since 1905, uh, and and it was a long building where they used to make wires. And I, I think when we came across it, it was almost going to be, believe it or not, uh, a storage facility. They were going to rent it out to a storage facility, which is such a waste of, you know, the beautiful, I mean, we're right on the water here. Um, so we ended up taking it and the sellers uh, who we're friends with uh, really wanted us to have it to create a vibrant thing here. But um, it was an old wire company. They used to, I, I think they used to test crash dummies here as well in the 50s, I mean, the 60s, 70s. It's, it's gone through a lot. And when we found it, the police were using it for drills, you know, for, for you know, so, so what, what, what to, to answer sort of, you know, why did Cisco come here? We, the Montgomery's had a great vision to build something here on the water. And that was important to Cisco. So when we went to the town, the town was like, you know, um, we were in the city planning and zoning and the city's been very helpful. And they said, like, this, you can build a big building there, but you're going to have to do some things. You're going to have to have some amenities. You're going to have to have parking spaces. So we, we did all of that. So we built it with the idea of it looking different than other office buildings and that it was important for us to create the restaurant, which I'm happy to talk about, and Cisco, the rooftop, all the event stuff we do there, the community rooms, everything else we're doing there. It's sort of an exciting story. So yes, you mentioned you have the wheel, which is a restaurant in there, but then this rooftop community rooms are those places that companies can rent out to have events, or um, I know you mentioned you're working with the Waterside School that non you host nonprofits. What are those rooms in the rooftop for? Yeah, I mean, um, th that's sort of the, the, the you know, I, 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 we're trying to create like a community for creative people 
and culture here at the village. It's important to what we do. We've got some great tenants, it's fully leased out. Um, they really want these things, we really want these things. So the Montgomery's have been very active with the Waterside School, which if you don't know the Waterside School, it's a, it's a terrific story of underprivileged children having an opportunity to get educated at a private school level and it's totally funded by private donors, it's amazing. And we've become friends with Duncan Edwards who ran the school for years. And, um, and, and, and what we're doing with Waterside is, we're, the kids are coming over here. We've got a garden on the rooftop. They're helping us with that. They're learning about it. We gave her Mike's Geller from, from Mike's Organic. I don't know if you know Mike's yeah. Organic. Mm -hmm. Mike's, Mike is a part of the village as well. Uh, and uh, he taught a class to these kids, had them up there. It was great. We have a huge garage. We put a garage. I'm not sure if you saw it when you visited, but we put a, uh, you know, we put a huge mural of a young woman who graduated from Waterside about a, a two years ago. And it's a picture of her holding up a sign that says Dream Big. And, and, you know, the, the community came out to that. It was, it was covered on Good Morning America. It was, it was great. Um, we're also, so to answer your question is, is yes, we have, The Wheel is a great restaurant where we're excited about. We're off to a great start, still working on it. Um, that's indoor, outdoor space on the southern side, right by the, uh, by the canal. Um, big garage doors that open up, has a good feel to a good bar. It has a huge event space in its back. So that can be rented out. We've, we've done press events for the governor there. We've done charity events. Um, you know, it's important for us to, you know, and, and we'll do private events too, if people want to rent that out. They can rent out the patio space as well, it's right on the water. Um, and the rooftop, yeah, we, we wheelhouse uh, group, uh, you know, we have uh, what we call wheel, a, a space up there that, um, that we're still trying to work with and figure out. But right now it's a beautiful rooftop that overlooks the water, that's got indoor outdoor space. Um, it, it looks like a high-end club in New York City. We take people up there and they're like, you gotta you got be kidding me, this is Stanford. Um, you know, and, and it's been great. And so, yeah, that is available for renting out for space uh, for people for events, charities as well. On the first floor, we're going to have what's called, we're calling a community room. Uh, we're going to have podcast space. We're going to have a, 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 someone that does Twitch uh, broadcast from the space. Um, we're going to have an, an area that's going to be used for maybe adult classes, community classes, uh, you know, to show art, um, all sorts of different things that we're still playing with or so this is a very collaborative space. You know, you've been in the thick of it, where and it worked to develop it and get it running during a pandemic. How is it going now? And then how do you want to see it going in five years from now? Um, the pandemic um, it was uh, was a challenge to to us for sure, a challenge for everybody. But uh, we were able to fight through it. I mean, uh, they did a great job getting the building up. It, it's going well now. We are in the process of getting our tenants in. Um, we're in the process of building out some of the tenant spaces. We, we need to get a vibrant feel in here, a vibrant community. We need to get tenants running around, walking around when you come to visit on Mondays and Tuesdays. I mean, the place is hopping on Wednesdays and Thursdays with the outside stuff, the brewery and the restaurant. Um, but we, we need to have that sort of space. I mean, during the day, uh, having the wheel available for, for, for lunch and for meetings and for people is important to us. Um, and so right now it's, it's going really well. Uh, the neighbors have been great. Um, you know, we, we've had a uh, great, uh, you know, we're, we're, we have some hiccups with you know, parking and getting people to the right places and trying to figure all that stuff out, but it's going well. I mean, it's future plans here. I, like, you, like you said before, um, for us, the tax credit brought us here. And I can tell the people of Connecticut and Fairfield County that we're staying here because of this long-term bet. Five years from now, um, you know, we want to see sort of our ability to expand. We would love to take this 
kind of collaboration and expand other buildings and other places and have a bigger, broader community. Um, we're very into, we love music festivals or food festivals and bringing that to Stanford. And Stanford's doing a great job of, of trying to like, you know, hey, Stanford was just last week, I think you mentioned. Um, and, and, and I think Stanford can use more of that. We, we also want to open Stanford's eyes to, you know, uh, you know, transportation on, you know, uh, on, on um, uh, you know, uh, on bikes and, and have shared sort of things like, like the bird rides and things yeah. like that. I think, I'd be, I think it'd be helpful. There's a wonderful group of people who moved into these buildings down here and they continue to build and they're looking for this sort of stuff. And, 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 and Stanford can be a really vibrant town. I will tell you, uh, when my partner Brent talks about this, uh, you know, he's like, you know, he lived in Brooklyn before Brooklyn was Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> Silicon Valley wasn't Silicon Valley until mm -hmm. things happened. There's no reason why we can't make Stanford like that, a place to be, a place to live, a place to hang out. Um, and so there's a lot of good entrepreneurs, business owners down here um, that, that are, I think have the same vision. Well, it is called the city that works, right? So got to put it to work. And hopefully the city that plays as well. So, I mean, the, the combo is important. Yeah, so that whole Harbor Point area where you're located has just developed over the last 12 years into this place with the restaurants, with um, what was a grocery store. Hopefully one will come back. Yeah. I'm fighting for that. And um, an area where you can live and work, which is nice, the walkability, like you mentioned. Well, thank you, Rob, for joining us. And thank you for listening to this week's CBIA BizCast. You can listen, subscribe on Apple or YouTube, and you can listen to more episodes on our website, cbia.com. Thanks for having me.